tournament in Kentucky in about a month. And I have never done it in my life. How would you prepare if you were competing in a national championship for something that you have never done before? From Modern Brain and Newton's Dark Room, this is We Talk to Walls. You heard that right. We're about to hear from two students who are competing at the national championships for the National Catholic Forensics League, or NCFL. They're competing in duo interpretation, even though they have never competed in that event before. We'll get into all of that. But first, I'd like to introduce you to the two students we'll be talking to today. They have found themselves in quite the unique position. Graham and Austin. All right. Um, my name is Graham Galusha. I'm also a junior at Chadwick School, and this is my second year participating in the debate program at Chadwick, but my first year collaborating with John in the Modern Brain program. My name is Austin Ransford. I am a junior at Chadwick School. This is my first year using Modern Brain. Um, John came to us as a coach this year, and it's also my first year ever doing speech and debate. So I've had a pretty surreal experience that I've really gotten the opportunity to take advantage of the full program here. And I'm very grateful to have been a part of it. While Austin might be new to speech and debate, he is no stranger to the greater speech and debate world. For a while, he competed in Model United Nations or MUN. If we're talking like public speaking type stuff, I've been in MUN for like three years. After that, he made his way to speech and debate where he bounced around some different events before finally ending up in duos. For Graham, a lot of his experience has been in public forum debate. I did a lot of public forum competitions last year. Um, I maintained the same partner, Susan Cho, the entire year, and we participated in, I think, upwards of 10 competi- public forum competitions and like made it to district aches, um, and got to like somewhat of a pretty competitive level doing it. Of course, now their focus is preparing for duo. Uh, we're preparing for the NCFL tournament, and we are both participating in duo. If you're not familiar with speech events, you might be wondering, what exactly is duo? Yeah, for those who might not know, duo is, as you can imagine, a event with two people. It's an interpretation event, which means that those two people will be performing a scene from some kind of media, like a book, a movie, a play, or a combination of them. Uh, Me and my partner, Anna, who is not here today, pretty much have to memorize a 10-minute play with multiple characters. That's right. Multiple characters. These two people will be popping in and out of different personas to give this whole scene life. All things considered, Duo is one of the more advanced interpretation events. Not usually an event that someone would start their speech journey with. And we will be acting that out in front of tons of people at a national level tournament in Kentucky in about a month. And I have never done it in my life. So it's going to be very interesting and very, very cool. The opportunity to compete at this tournament came relatively recently for Graham and Austin. So they've been working hard to find the scenes they want to perform, put them together, cut them down into a script, block, and practice it. Austin and his partner have an idea of what they're going to do, but Graham is still looking. 
So I'm actually kind of behind Austin and his partner in this process. My partner, Susan Cho, and I have yet to be assigned a script. Um, so we went through a few trial scripts and weren't super invested in any of the characters in them. And we're hoping to find something that was a little bit more of a critique on society or involved politics or social justice related issues. With the tournament around the corner, it's a little nerve wracking to be searching for your piece while taking on a whole new event. I mean, I, I can probably speak for Austin and I both in that we're both a little nervous about um, taking on something that's so foreign to us, especially since we don't have backgrounds in theater or like choir performances. This is definitely new and a little bit out of our comfort zones. Sometimes it's the small details that push you out of the comfort zone. Personally, I'm most intimidated by like the fact that you have to look at this audience when you're presenting. You don't get to rely on like the common face that you're used to of your partner, you have to focus on the crowd and present it like you're by yourself on stage. Yeah, yeah, can I just add on to that? Um, my experience this year in debate has really been like, I've been dropped into the deep end in every event I've participated in, really. Like since I haven't had much time to prepare um, and like learn the basics of debate and speech. Um, Everything has been a completely new experience to me, which I really love. And I'm having a great time, like trying out all these new events and seeing what opportunities are available to me. So I, I'm actually kind of excited at Chadwick. At least we have a pretty supportive atmosphere and everybody's like super nice. And there's really no pressure to be the greatest. It's just how great can you be? This sense of community is so crucial to success in speech and debate. While it might feel like a solitary activity with you just standing up there by yourself or with your partner, it is a team activity. The practicing, the researching, and most importantly, supporting each other, helping each other to grow. Yeah, on that point, I think one of the things that's making me feel the most confident about taking on such a challenge is um, our two duo teams' ability to like support and uplift each other. I think even though we are competing and at the end of the day, like, they are our competition in this section of duos tournaments. Uh, we really are like interested in helping each other reach our fullest potential and like see them be the best they can be. For us, it's really just like our interactions and like spurring each other on when we're performing in front of each other. Um, our when we meet the four of us, there's we have a class period on Tuesday for forty five minutes. And it's pretty much just us, like our two duo teams and another kid. Uh, and the whole year it's just been like, oh, let's do this. That'd be fun. I think you'd be really great at that. Or like everybody's super has been super supportive throughout the whole year. And I think it's just such a comfortable environment that we just feel supported by each other. Yeah. I mean, Austin, just last meeting on Tuesday, you approached me in like, was, I think you found a new speech or type of debate that you thought I'd be good at. And you were like, Graham, you have to try this out. I think your skill set would match this type of com competition. And I mean, I thought that was really sweet that you tried to share that with me. While support from teammates is important, it's also crucial to have the perspective of someone more experienced. And that's where the coaches come in. Okay, so John has been leading us this entire year in developing some fundamental debate and speech skills. Um, in regards to this specific duos tournament, John assigned us two 
student competitors at the collegiate level that attend Western Kentucky University, I believe. They originally were a duo partner in high school or in their first few years in college and are now seniors and are competing separately in different competitions, but have come together to help us compete um, and prepare our scripts and establish our blocking sequences. These student coaches have reunited after an incredible run in the speech and debate world to help these kids do the best they can at this national championship. Our two coaches are Cecilia and Jonah, and Jonah apparently is the first person to ever win uh, the national level duo tournament, tournament two years in a row in high school, and they haven't lost a national level tournament their entire career until like weeks ago. So it's really a great opportunity for us. When I heard that, like that just took all the anxiety away. It was just like, well, it, it's I'm being taught by a master. I, I should absorb as much as I possibly can. With the coaches in Kentucky and the competitors in California, most of this coaching is taking place over Zoom. It honestly looks very similar to what we're doing right now. Every Wednesday in about 10 minutes, we would usually be logging on here and the two of them would join us. Me, me and my partner would act out whatever we have and then they'd give us little tips or like they'd say, let's focus on this section and then we'd go over it. And the other duo partner would be off either memorizing or trying to figure something out to better their duo piece. Um, and then they give us individual information and they say, go work on it for like 10 minutes and then come back. And then we come back and we try to apply their advice to our piece. And I think it works really well. Also, I think a lot of the work we have to do is asynchronous just with your partner and yourself, um, where like we've put together schedules where we can meet after school or during school when we have free periods together um, to practice memorizing and acting out our scripts. And then it's those Wednesday meetings when we're all together as a group with our coaches where they can give us like really critical, fast paced feedback to make quick adjustments and tailor our piece to be the best it can be. As you can imagine, these two duos are definitely the underdogs. Most people, whenever they go to a national championship, they've at least, you know, competed in the event before. But that only gets your brain thinking of just how exciting it would be to see these underdogs win. Yeah, that would, that would be a surreal experience. So if we somehow, over the span of like two and a half months, never competed in duo to somehow winning a national level tournament, that would be like the greatest achievement of my life, just with like the time span and how difficult it is and how um, intricate and skillful other performers are. I mean, I think that would be amazing. It's not necessarily what I'm expecting. I think we're both kind of just in it for the experience and to hopefully develop some skills along the way. But um, I mean, yeah, that would probably be the dream. Like going from nothing to this big national champion would be fantastic. I would be so uh, excited to win, but honestly, I'm just really happy I get to participate at this point. So how will Austin and Graham do? I'm as curious as you are, and I can't wait to bring you a follow-up on a future episode of We Talk to Walls. Do your kids want to try speech and debate? 
Modern Brain offers both in-person and online classes for all ages and experience levels. To learn more about how to get involved, visit modernbrain.com. We Talk to Walls is a production of Newton Stark Room. It was written and produced by yours truly, Talon Stradley. The artwork is by my wonderful wife, Rain Stradley. The music for this episode was provided by musicvine.com. Special thanks to John Llewellyn and Modern Brain for making this podcast possible. If you like this show, you might enjoy my other podcasts. Visit newtonsdarkroom.com for more. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.